Hello and welcome to the 61st episode of Downtime Podcast. Elisa, how's it going? Eight more episodes to 69. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, listen to 6969 by Ninja Sex Party. It's a great song. Wait, that... Okay. <laughs> listen, look, okay. Just listen to it. It's a great song. The you chorus know, is 69. I was, lightweight, I was lightweight waiting for that to be. Listen to 6969 by Takashi69. Oh, I was waiting, God. I was waiting for that punchline, but it didn't happen. It's all good, though. It's all he, good. He hasn't been shot yet. I say yet in a, in a in in a more like a scared manner because you know his friend X was shot so that's really unfortunate. Yeah, that was very unfortunate. He was like what twenty? Shit, man. Only twenty one. Well, God, actually, is he twenty? Okay. I think he's twenty. He was twenty when he died. Yeah. That Jesus Christ. Rappers always yeah. talk about dying young, and like they don't realize how much of an impact that has on their actual life. It's not cool. Also. The emo, so the emo rap, emo rappers in the United States are closer to gangs than I, I think any rapper that I've witnessed in the past 20 years. <laughs> closer to gangs, you mean like proximity? Clo- closer, uh, closer to gangs, meaning they're involved, they're involved in gangs. And, and, um, I say that because people are saying that there was a hit on XX. Yeah, I, well, also, he was all trying to be high and mighty and say, hey, I'm better than everyone. Try and, just try and kill me. Just see what happens if you try and kill me. Oh, I know. That was his whole MO. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, if yeah. you're famous, why would you ask people to try and kill you? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be real before we start the video game portion of this podcast. But a lot of emo rappers are trash. Straight up their music's terrible. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to agree with that point. I'm going to say that emo and mobile rappers, all your music, sorry, it's it's pretty trash. Oh my gosh. I think emo rappers for me have surpassed mumble rap. Uh, uh yeah. like it, and and you know how much I hate mumble rap. So uh, yeah. for <laughs> so for me to make that statement means we've really gone off the deep end. Ugh, we're here now boys and girls. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? It's See, terrible. Emo- yeah, emo rappers are what the punk kids of the early 2000s listened to and were like based on. So, to put it simply, Hot Topic will never go out of business. <laughs> How could this happen to me? Right? You, you couldn't have been more real with that statement, and it is true. <laughs> yes. Gotta gotta stay true to the simple plan roots. Yep, yep. Emo rock. Still true to our hearts. Yep. I'm sh- I'm sure at one point though people were like, well, I hate emo rock. I I like, you know, other rock better or I'm so done with emo rock. I'm sure they feel the same way that we feel about emo rap is the same way that they feel about they f- other people felt about emo rock. To be honest, I didn't mind emo rock and the dashboard confessional days. I like a few I I actually quite like a few of the bands that came out during that era, including Fallout Boy and earlier Dashboard. And Simple Plan. Simple Plan had great meme songs. <laughs> but oh, Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was also a huge fan of that genre of music back in the day. Yeah. This 
emo rap though i'm just like i can't fucking wait for this to oh, please die emo rap please yes. die <laughs> i know don't worry every every music music generation phase has its phases yep Much i'm like just... the teenagers that listen to it <laughs> yep i'm just a disgruntled old person now apparently i'm 26 years old <laughs> <laughs> and i like old emo rock music <laughs> <laughs> i hope that one i want to i'm editing a podcast this week i'm probably gonna make like at least one of the parts of the thumbnail like like one of the bands we used to listen to like simple play yes i, I want to put like the, one of the screenshots from uh, uh uh how could this happen to me in there <laughs> what the fuck please is that song called that. i forgot <laughs> um i think it's called untitled God, oh, why do I know why. that? Why do I go. know that? It's oh. called Untitled and in parentheses, or was it Untitled in parentheses? It was a, uh, how I could this happen know. to me? I just can't <laughs> believe I remember the title of the song. It's fine. I only know Ugh. how the chorus goes. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh boy. What a, what a throwback. What a trip back down memory lane. It's not even, th- it's not even throwback Thursday yet. I know. We did it early this time, though. We did it early. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, <sighs> Anyways. Also, the emo rap, during the emo rock phase, it had some of the best party rap in um, in our generation. Like, we had... Party rap. Mm. Par- party rap. I mean, like, 50 Cent, the original T.I., um what else jagged edge they're not oh rap they're in our they're in our they're an r&b group nelly Nelly. you see like some of the best like party music came during that era so i i remember yeah yeah um, this shaggy count did that come out in the early 2000s shaggy was like early to that shaggy was like 99 but we'll count that uh, that counts yeah, okay. whatever yeah there he's included i like shaggy shaggy's awesome yeah shaggy's <laughs> great shaggy who's the other guy that sounded like him uh sean paul Sean Paul, yes. Sean Paul was definitely early 2000s for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, our our childhood music is just going off the rails. <laughs> I know. It was no. better than everyone else's. Yeah, let's face it. Sorry, but so did the people from before us. They also said the same thing. But you know what? I we're know. we're we're here now. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> we're the we're the hashtag millennial generation. No, but really, we are millennials by age and when we're mm. born. We're only twenty six. Hey, one more year to 27. Oh, yeah, right? Yep. When you were, random, ra- okay, random question. When you were in high school, did your class have a name? In high school? Yeah, because uh, because our and year was- And what do you mean was, by name? So, because our year was 2010, in our high school, I hated this name. We were called the Class of Dimes. Oh, we were, um, see- it sounded so. I went to an all-girls school, and it sounded way better the way we did it. We called ourselves dime pieces, ah. or like, or you know, it was even better. So we took that. Uh, what's his name? R and B singer with a really high-pitched voice, kind of like Jeremiah, but not Jeremiah. The the guy who sang "Shoddy Is a 10. Oh my god, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember his name either. But that was our slogan. I was actually pretty, that was a pretty good slogan for us. That was, I mean, I, yeah. I was impressed by whoever thought that one up. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. 
That's that's very clever. It because like I'm sorry. When you reach eleven, how many puns can you think of for your graduating class? What do, what did people class of two thousand eleven do? Uh, that was our brother's class, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, see, see. I think it was like something stupid, like parallel lines or something. I forgot. I was like, oh, what the god. hell? Oh god! Okay, I was what like, the- what the hell? <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brother my brother didn't like that either. It's okay. I don't remember what it was called, but my brother was like, this is stupid. I'm like, yeah, they're yep. all stupid. I hated mine too. Hey, uh, for our high school, we we crossed our arms like an X, like like Roman numeral 10. Oh, that's I That savage. was for like, that was for rallies, you know, when we did chants and stuff. Ooh, that's badass. Week. Yeah. You guys are too cool for school. Too cool for school. We really were too cool for school. Um, we were um our junior year. We were about to beat the senior class during our spirit week. Oh snap! In fact, there's a conspiracy that we actually did. If you add up all the points, it's just Ooh. that the it, the associated student body, not the class one, but the general one at the time, was like it would have been like a huge controversy if we won. Because we're Ugh. not seniors. Because it's, you know that um, entitlement that you're a senior, so you, you're going to win automatically? Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes your class is just terrible at rallies, so... <laughs> and you can't help it. You're also and you terrible can't help it. <laughs> and you, you just can't help it. So, um, yeah, that's a conspiracy Ooh, that I would spicy. like to believe that we were better than them at Spirit that, Week during the times. That's, that's very spicy. Very spicy. Very spicy. Time to go back through the yearbook and cross people's faces out. Just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that means that you never grew out of your high school days. Please don't do that. <laughs> I know. There's so really random... I was talking to one of my high school friends and we were talking about, you know, you have your own friends group in high school and sometimes you get competitive with classes or, you know, competitive with relationships or whatever. And you know, I, I like a typical high schooler. There were some people that I didn't get along with, but I was telling her, hey, you know, um, to be honest, I don't have a I probably lost this grudge against all these people the second I got to college because it was like, well, <laughs> I'm out of high school now, and especially if I have it at this age, then it doesn't. Mm. It, then I didn't grow from it, and it's like that's such high school drama. It's true, like the saying that's such high school drama is so poignant even <laughs> right now. And I was telling her this, and she was just like, "I still have those grudges." I'm just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> wow, if you're okay, if you're an adult in college and out of college and you're still holding high school grudges, not even from high school, or just holding grudges in general towards people, like come on, that is high school drama even if you're not in high school. Like please stop. <laughs> hey, holy crap. You know, we graduated from high school 8 years ago. I don't want to think about that because two years from now, there's going to be a 10 year high school ten reunion. 10 year <laughs> high school reunion. Are you, are you going to go to your high school reunion? So in general, I, since my school was smaller, you knew everyone and I liked my class a lot. So I'm good. I would go. I'm, I went uh, to my high, I went to my five year reunion. I'm probably going to go oh. and I'm probably going to go to the 10 year. I, I very much overall liked my class, but I didn't go to a big high school too. Ah. Uh. I'm the opposite. 
I don't like all of my class. Well, I'm not, I'm not holding grudges. I just more like I wasn't friends with everyone and not everyone was friends with me. I'm only friends with like a certain group of people. Yeah. So I, we all kind of are on the fence about it. But if we do decide to go, we all have to go. But even during that time, we're still we're still all going to be like going together, going to, like separately, not not together to the thing, like probably separately to it. Yeah. To like our own little high school reunion. The good news is that when you have a high school reunion, you've already turned 21, so you can just go in completely wasted and just have a really good time. Or a bad time, depending on how you view it. Depending on if people still have feelings for each other or if people, you know, (laughs) if people want to do, still want to, like, hash out old grudges against each other because like you know high school reunions can get pretty messed up depending on what's happening there depending on what's happening yeah Ugh. i mean i know there are a lot of couples in my class that went out with each other and i was like oh they're not they're not together anymore yeah 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 there are some there are a lot that aren't together but there are some that are still together holding it down after what like how many years now you like during high school and then after it so those those people deserve a trophy I know, like, put a ring on it already. Damn. <laughs> Man, people change, though. Um, gotta, yeah. Gotta respect the process of life. And anything's possible. Real friends. How many of us? Mm. Not many of us. I know. Um, <laughs> what was your mascot in high school? It was a bear. Ours was a... Uh, our class mascot was a bandit like like uh, someone who stole money oh like um the hamburglar yes exactly like the hamburglar <laughs> oh, i'm glad you got that reference yes obviously <laughs> okay good <laughs> okay okay yeah that was our mascot was a bear it was really boring bears are fun though especially polar bears panda bears <laughs> Grizz- yeah, certain grizzly bears in their stuffed animal portrayal are really adorable. So, oh, oh yeah, I I agree. Also, fake bears, you know, like in a video game. Yes, <laughs> <They're cute. laughs> except for the bears in Yakuza Five, they're terrible, absolutely oh. horrible to deal with. <laughs> I don't want to experience that yet. <laughs> yeah, they're the worst bears I've ever dealt with in a video game. Ugh. Yes. Um, speaking of Yakuza, did you play the Kiwami 2 demo? Okay, I did not play the Kiwami 2 demo because I was a little bit ups- uh, I was a little bit into Nino Kuni 2, but um, I do plan on playing the demo for a little bit before I head out for my business travel. But tell me, mm. how was the demo? <laughs> okay, let me give my little oh. corner review. Yes, let me let me get my notebook out so I can take some <clears> notes. <throat> <clears throat> don't 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 patronize me. <laughs> um okay, so Yakuza Kiwami 2. It was and a lot of fun. Can I clarify something with you? Sure. So the number one thing, the number one review I've seen about the game and I'm just curious how you felt about it is that they did the remake in the Dragon Engine and therefore they looked the, the same age as Yakuza 6. Yes, and that bothered me a lot, actually. Mm. Because I was trying to see if he looked younger. Um, You know, because it's a sequel to Yakuza Kiwami, and that takes place in, what, 2005? And this is... Yakuza Kiwami 2 takes place in 2006. And and then 
you know, Yakuza 6 takes place 10 years later. So obviously he needs to look his age. And by yeah. Yakuza 6, he's 48. And in this one, he's 38. So I get that, you know, Asian people don't really show their age too much at a certain point. <laughs> look, I'm being honest, okay? <laughs> have you ever seen that menopause meme? Yes, I have. Asian and I love lady? it. That's yes. so good. It's one of the best it's cartoon so true. comics I've ever seen. I, I, I think about it when I think about Asian no raisin, that phrase. I've never <laughs> heard of that before, but that's oh. amazing. Shogo told me that and I was that, laughing so much. That's an amazing <laughs> phrase, by the way. Yeah. He's like, my mama, Asian no raisin. I'm like, what? He's like, Asian no raisin. I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he doesn't look... 38 he looks 48 because it's the same character model they just slapped into yakuza kiwami 2 and that kind of bothered me i mean i hopefully in the final product they'll make him well let's face it this is only the localization so this isn't the final product well this is the final product but not the final western release yeah so he's gonna look like he did in yakuza 6 which is okay i guess since i just came off of 6 but from a timeline perspective it's gonna be weird no i was about Um, to say i played kiwami and zero and comparing that to five you can because it's in the same engine ish and you you can see the graphical progression you can tell that he's aged in yakuza five good which is good yes you know, you and want that's that good character yeah Yeah, but look-wise, he's the same as Yakuza 6, which is it is okay. The <laughs> demo. The demo itself is a lot of fun. It does feel a lot like 6. The combat is very similar. The skill tree looks kind of different. It 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 looks very similar to the one in Yakuza 6. But you don't have a cell phone. Well, you do. You don't have a smartphone. You have a flip phone, but you can't save on it like you do in 6. It's more like you press... The toolbox? Me- press... No, there's no phone booths. You press start, and then you can just scroll down to the menu. It's like it's a it's a regular menu, like um, uh, uh, just game menu when you press start. And on the left side, it says like it says save settings, um, all that stuff. Of course, in the demo, you can't save. It's a one and done demo. You play it once, and you have to finish it in one sitting. It's really short. If you if you just sat down and play the whole story, it'll take you ten minutes. Maybe less, depending on if you watch all the cutscenes. Okay. Um, or maybe more. Actually, no, sorry, not maybe less. Maybe more if you watch all the cutscenes. Um, if you do all the side stuff, that's adding, of course, a lot of time to it. But it's very, 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 very limited. You can only, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, you can only sing one song in karaoke. Um, there's golfing, which I still kind of want to play because the golfing thing was kind of fun. It's kind of like darts in Yakuza 6. Golfing is very similar to darts. Interesting, golfing. Yeah, golfing, there was uh, darts, there's, um, uh, what's, uh, Gandahara, oh, that's, (laughs) you can watch videos. (laughs) Isn't Gandahara the name of the dance club? No, I mean, yeah, but it's the name of the special adult video shop in this game oh wait the vhs one 
Mm-hmm. They have it brought. They brought it back. Yep, but this one doesn't show anything in the demo, at least. It just says has some funny videos that he watches with like some voiceover, and has a very like risque name of the video. But when you watch it, it's just like if Kiryu's just like watching a screen and he's just reacting to it. You don't really see what's on the screen. You just hear some voices of what's happening on the screen. I see. You know, it's harder. It's hard to explain. You just have to do it. I just okay. <laughs> I will yeah. just do it then. It's that is risky. The shop is risque, but when you watch the video, it's it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, have you done the internet cafe stuff in Yakuza Six yet, or you're still not going to do it, right? Probably not, unless someone requests a reaction out of me. Then I'll do it. Other than that, no. (laughs) I request a reaction out of you. Oh, God, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not going to get it for a while. I'm about to leave tomorrow. (laughs) All right, fine, then. I see how it is. (laughs) All right, that's cool. That's cool. (laughs) It's like, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, wait. It's cool. Uh Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, so there's a lot of mini game stuff to do, but not a lot. Um, you have a very limited budget, like I'd say twenty six thousand yen, which is a lot, I guess. But um, if you want to play a lot of things, you you'll run out of money sooner or later. <laughs> there's a lot of there's there's gangs that fight around, so you have to fight the gangs. There's also uh, locker keys, so you have to like find the keys to this little like shoe locker and then open it up and you get special items. Also, you start with a lot of weapons. Like your your inventory is full of weapons. So you can just like try out different weapons when you're fighting gangs on the street. So that's cool. Um you can play some arcade games when you go inside the Sega arcade. I think one of them is Virtua Fighter and the other one I forget what the other one was. But they brought back the crane game. Nice. And I but I have to say it is the hardest shit in the world because you can't determine where the crane's going to be like you can in uh, Kiwami and Zero because in Kiwami and Zero, when you're playing the crane game, there's a shadow underneath, right? Mm-hmm. But in this one, there's no shadow and there's and you can't really tell from a perspective standpoint Ooh. where the item is. So I had to judge based on like just three-dimensional space and I got it wrong most of the time. But when I did get it right, because I did it two times... I would it would grab the thing, but then it would always slip out. I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating. <laughs> Ooh, a challenge. Uh, I want to master this. Watch, just you watch. I want to master just this. Just you watch. Yes, I want to play this demo over and over again until the real game comes out, and then I'll win. You'll see. You'll see. You you <laughs> see. You see. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping they break. Maybe they'll bring back Pocket Circuit Racer. It seems to be a trend to bring him back after Yakuza 0, so I think all the remakes are going to have Pocket Circuit Racer in some degree in a sub-story. So, my theory is that they won't show him in the game any- in, in the second one. If they do have Pocket Circuit Racing, they won't have Pocket Circuit Fighter in the game anymore because he already moved on. Or they will. They will. They might because he said he'll, st- he'll stick around. Um, if they don't show him, they're probably going to show his successor, the other kid, mm. Mm. In, the, in the uniform doing it. Yeah. But, um, we'll see. I mean, was there any pocket circuit racing in five or no? No, but five came before zero. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So. The possibilities we'll... are endless. 
The possibilities are endless with Yakuza series games. Um, but yeah, no, overall, I think you should play the demo when you have a chance, Elisa. It's only going to take 20 minutes for the whole main story. Um, if you want to do all the fun, the outside fun stuff, it's kind of the same as six, though. It's unfortunate that it doesn't carry over. It would have been. I mean, it would have been nice to do that thing again, unless the storyline that they show is not even the beginning of the game. The only reason why I think they're not doing the carryover part is because what they learned their lesson from six, and if is, they were going to carry it over, they would have to have the full game. They fucked up. Yeah, pretty much. So they're only releasing it as a standalone demo. Don't want to risk it for the biscuit. Basically. Um, That's respectable. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, also another detail I noticed about the game is that you, when you talk to NPCs, it's back to just the text box. There's no like full dialogue anymore. There's cutscenes with full dialogue, but there's no um, what's it called when you when when you're in the overworld, you can't talk to people. And oh, you can't talk to people. Sorry, when you talk to people, there there isn't a um, full voiceover. It's just like, huh? Okay, we're yeah, or, reverting mm. back to what it was. Yeah, and with the onomatopoeias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. I just miss the full voice dialogue from six. That's all. It's nice. <laughs> we're yeah. we're spoiled now because we <laughs> we are we played six. Yeah, pretty much. So they're going back to their Yakuza roots. I think they just want eh? to six the full. Yeah, like, hmm. Uh, Nani. Just, yeah, yeah. Just a few words and some grunts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a fun demo. I liked it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I will play it at some point. I know you will. For sure. Um, other than that, uh, I haven't really been playing much. Um... I've been playing Insurgency still on the PC, the first cool. person military shooter. Uh, I, I finished Serious Sam, uh, the first one with Jordan, and now we're going to play the final le- final batch of levels on the second encounter and then move on to um, Serious Sam 2 and then Serious Sam 3, and then we'll be done with the Serious Sam series for now. Yay, that's fun. So, yeah, I'm probably going to play that this weekend with him, but that's it So for now. I don't, I'm not really playing anything else. I come from, from work. I'm tired. I just want to play Insurgency. I do that. Feel you on that one. Yep, yep. Being an adult is difficult sometimes. Yes. What about you? Um, Just Nino Kuni still? Yeah. So before I go into Nino Kuni, I just wanted to talk a l- dabble into games where i've barely scratched the surface maybe only have about six hours into them but um they're fun so far so persona 3 fes and okay now i don't know how to say this game title it's either called yes or ys yes (laughs) 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 it's ys ys okay the let me let me make fact check that because Jairus told me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said YS. Okay. Is it ease? Ease? Isu. In Japanese, it's isu, which means chair, which is kind of weird. <laughs> That's funny because the ease. game is about boats and ships. All right. Okay. I was wrong. It's not YS. That's just the, the two letters in it. It's ease. That's so, how you say it. Ease. Ease. 
East. 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 Like you're saying East, but without the T. So it's East. East. <laughs> Can you say it again like that? East. <laughs> Why? You sound like a little Japanese girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she doesn't like, like Yuriko. We're gonna go this way, right? East. <laughs> like, like <God>. what? <laughs> or you could be like a little. I don't know. You know what? I don't want to get racist. Let's just leave it at Japanese girl. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna go there. We're not. <laughs> we're not gonna go down that road. Sorry. All right. Anyways, it's East. <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun with this game when I finally get into it. Because calling it East. Or, yeah, I, I, you know, every time I talk about this game, I should think of a different accent to say it in. So this is exciting. There's so much opportunity with this game. The possibilities are endless. The possibilities are endless. So when you introduce this game to someone or if you show them a picture of it, just be like, how do you think this game is titled? How do you think this is called? Yeah. Uh, If you want, if you said this out loud, what would you say? Yeah, what would you call it if you said this to yourself out loud? <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, yes, Y-S, or yes. Is it called yes, yes and there's no E? <laughs> yes is a pretty, you know, I give it to someone who says yes. That's pretty close to the regular word. Honestly, if you just say Y-S, I'll be like, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it, what you said. that's it. <laughs> close enough. Yep, close enough. So you're playing East. Playing East, and then um, not so much into the storyline yet, so I don't want to talk about that yet, but it's fun. I like it so far. Persona 3 FES is also barely touching the surface because Persona games are naturally at least 80 hours, and I've barely done much, but I wanted to talk about the battle system because it, you know... Usually I'm not that big about um usually I don't mind playing older games. It's not really that huge of a difference, but Persona 5 was so streamlined that it's mm-hmm. um, it's really bugging me in Persona 3 now. And it shouldn't. Oh. It really it really shouldn't the battle system, but I'm it, I always think, "Oh, it's not as good as Golden or it's not as good as Persona 5." But yeah, yeah, yeah. but I do know that Persona 3, this is one of the a lot of people like this storyline and rate the storyline very high. So I'm excited for that when I come to more of it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And now on to Nino Kuni 2, which I'm enjoying so far. It's about, I believe his name's Roland and Evan. So these two characters come from different dimensions. Roland is from a uh, kind of newer dimension, uh, like modern times and... Evan is a kind of like a kingdom type, like medieval, and they come together and essentially Evan is a king and Roland is trying to help him find, or not find the kingdom, but basically recreate his kingdom. That's the, that's what I got from the first few hours of Nino Kuni 2. Nice guy, Roland. Nice guy, Roland. What? Cool. Now, the game's fine, but I'm a little bothered because the game feels dumbed down to me. I played Nino Kuni 1, and I really enjoyed that game. Uh, and 
as you kind of know with Studio uh, Studio Ghibli, Studio Ghibli, that their stuff appeals to kids, but they treat their kids as if they can figure out plots. And so a lot of their plots are deeper and developed in their movies, and they want kids to feel certain things like relationships or feels like parental or friendship. And it, it's fantastical, but the plot is complex in a degree, mm-hmm. to a degree. Yeah. Nino Kuni 2 feels like they're just like, all right, we're play- we're giving this game to kids and oh, they're not going to get this. We're not going to include that. It feels like they totally dumbed this down a bit. But Fun fact for you, Studio Ghibli did not work on Nino Kuni 2. Ye- oh my god. Jerry, <laughs> I'm so mind blown right now. They only worked on the first one. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I did not just look that up now. I actually knew that. <laughs> Do you realize that this changes things and my perception of the game? Uh, I hope it changes your perception. I hope it changes your perception of the studio because they do still make quality work. Yes, it totally changes my perception of the studio. And yeah. okay. So who worked on Nino Kuni 2 then? Is it? Um, I know level well, level V is part of it, but I think they're the yeah. publisher. They're not the actual developer. I think it was a it was the original developer in another studio okay. that worked on it. The composer the same. The composer has nothing to do with the development of the game. Joe Hisaishi, because he's the one that makes all the music for the Ghibli films. Yes, I know exactly. Miyazaki. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, he, yep. he does the the score for that game, and it's beautiful for both games. So that point aside. Uh, it was, I believe Level 5 published it, that's correct, but also there was the original studio and then another studio with them, because the, the original was the first, the original game had the first studio and, studi- and Studio Ghibli, but this one has another studio working on it with them. I'm, I don't know. I'm so exactly. mind blown right now. Okay. It makes, uh. and it makes more, <laughs> it makes more sense. Because I, because uh. a part of me was like, how, how could, how could Studio Ghibli make this happen? <laughs> how- they didn't because they didn't do it. <laughs> because they didn't do it. Oh, geez. Um, yes. I I actually like it, though-ish so far. I'm not returning it to Gamefly yet, even mm. though Gamefly committed the biggest anime betrayal of my summer. But Anime, be- anime betrayal? Oh, oh, you're talking about the game. Sorry, I was so confused for a second. Yeah. Oh no no no! Um, you know that meme top ten anime betrayals? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that GameFly committed one of the biggest betrayals to me <laughs> this oh, summer. Oh, oh right, right, right. That what happened in the last podcast. Got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> but um, it's what I've played though is substantial enough for me to at least keep it for a little bit longer. Um, good. So we'll see what happens. Also, alongside with the plot, the battle system is also really easy so far um it's it's a very reminiscent of the very first kingdom hearts where it's more of a just active hack and slashing but with some puzzles dispersed within the game and the puzzles are fun cool the the puzzles are what makes it different and makes things exciting i think that just playing the first few hours, it feels very uh, simple so far, which makes sense because it's not Studio Ghibli who made this. 
And yeah. we'll see what happens. But just f- comparing it alongside with the first one, I very much enjoyed the, my first hours of Nino Kuni 1 before 2. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, and I do want to play this game eventually, and I do want to understand what you're talking about and experience it for myself, but I'm also waiting for the first one to come onto PS4, and I hope it does, but I'm actually getting a PS3 kind of soonish. No way, are you really? Yeah, our our friend Takumi is giving me his PS3. That's amazing! Yeah. So he said, do you want a PS3? Um, I thought about it. I was like, I don't need a PS3. But then I thought, man, I could play, I can either play all the Yakuza games that I couldn't earlier, which I probably won't because they're coming to PS4, or I could play Nino Kuni, which I don't know if it is coming to PS4 because it hasn't been announced yet. So I'm like, oh, there's some other games I could play on PS3. If you really so wanted to, you can also play the very first Uncharted and play The Last of Us before it comes out in 2019 with the second. I mean, I do. I already have the Nathan, the Nathan Drake collection, and the. Oh, that's um, true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and I have the remastered version of Last of Us on PS4. Okay. So those two Naughty Dog franchises are covered. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know which version of the PS3 he has. I'm assuming it's the 500 gigabyte slim, which means that it's not backwards compatible with PS2 games, which is fine. Or it could be the monster, the the dinosaur with the Spider-Man font. I don't think that any PS3 is backwards compatible. It's the the very first one was the one with the Spider-Man font. Okay, so that's the only one. Like the first six months. Yeah. Great. Pretty much. Yeah. So if you had that dinosaur that was like what fifty gigs or whatever, five hundred gigs, I forget how big it was, but the mm-hmm. one from two thousand eight, then that one is the only one that's backwards compatible. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I'm sure I can think of a list of games that you should play for PlayStation 3. And also, if you have any PlayStation 3 favorites that you want Jeremy to play, let us know. Yes. I mean, most of them are probably really cheap right now. And if I go to like a secondhand store or if I go to like GameStop, I can probably find a lot of really cheap PS3 games. Totally. I mean, if it's like Heavy Rain or something, you know, different than that, let me know. I'm looking for mostly single player um, experiences that's not on PS4. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I mean, that's kind of a narrow list since a lot of it has been ported to PS4 already, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah, this is really exciting. Yeah, yeah. I think I forgot to mention that to you. This is like a while ago that he told me that he was going to give it to me. Nice. Yeah. Um, that's it cool. for me. So, yeah, no, that's it for me too. I, I don't have anything else to say. Awesome. Um, before we close out, uh, don't forget to go to downtime.live. Check out our website. Check out our blog. Um, on the top, there's some links to where you can find our podcast. We now have a Steam group. That's right. We have a Steam group. We have a Steam so- group. Join us on Steam. What? I put it in our Discord. I, I put it in the <laughs> Downtime Podcast Discord. You click on it. You can click on the little channel, Elisa. Click okay. on the Downtime Podcast. <laughs> if you scroll up twice, you'll see that there's a Steam group. So please join our Steam group. Please join our Discord. There's a lot of really fun people. We always talk we talk about games every day in the chat. We have little chat chat channels dedicated to different games, different genres. Um, different franchises, everything from Yakuza to Terrace House to just Marvel to 
games in general. We we talk about like you know deals and announcements. So I am shocked. Yeah. I found the Steam. <laughs> yes, join it, Elisa. Join the Steam group. It's fun. <gasps> yes, I think. I hope. Okay. By the way, um, going off of just having a different account, I have something to tell you. Um, I've been telling you my wrong PlayStation username. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you and the listeners that if you want to add me on PlayStation, this is my real username. <laughs> uh. Hey, that sounded just like Kiryu when he's sighing. <laughs> that's, that's the point. I was making the noises from the dialogue. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. It's on cloud seven, but the underscore is after the seven. Yeah, because I was telling you that the underscore was before the seven, before on cloud seven, but it's actually on O N C L O U D number seven and then underscore, and that is my username. I'm gonna go add you after this. Yes. <laughs> so if you feel like adding me, um, and you're a listener, just shoot me a message. So that I know that you're not just a random person. <laughs> I don't feel like adding you anymore. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That's how salty I am, Alisa. I'm s- <laughs> and with that, we're going to end the podcast. <laughs> close us out, please. Okay. <laughs> please close us out. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Taste some vinegar right now. <laughs> <laughs>